Because there's a lot we could say that's not specific young living yes. so share with others. So uh, welcome to the replay if you're watching. This is a unique um, recording. Jennifer is going to talk to us about her health and wellness journey. And we will keep this um, this portion of the call compliant and um, non-brand specific so that you... Jacob, not down. Not down. Yeah. So that you can share uh, with your people and learn. All right, take it away, Jennifer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to set up my tripod. Okay, um, I am Jennifer Melton. I am um, on Andrew's team, obviously. And I'm going to talk to you guys about just autoimmune in general and some health and wellness things and some things that I did. Um, that you can do just from going to your grocery store to minimize inflammation in your body and um, I guess kind of see where your body's at. So the first thing that I recommend to people when they want to know what's going on with their body and maybe how they can address, address issues is I tell them to look into either the GAPS diet or Whole30, whatever one you kind of resonate with. Um, I like Whole30 just because we have a lot of people on our team that have Whole30 groups. Andrea's puts them together with lots of recipes. It's something that's very easy to find. I'm sure there's people out there that think that GAPS is really easy to find or Paleo or whatever you have. Um, but I just think Whole30 is a really good one because it also talks about reintroducing things. So for those that don't know, Whole30 is an elimination style diet. So you cut out a lot of the things that are historically known to cause inflammation in your body. So you're going to cut out your grains. You're going to cut out dairy and cut out sugar. Um, I'm sure I'm missing things. You're going to eat only real foods for 30 days or as long as you can stand. And then you're going to slowly reintroduce those triggers into your body to see what causes triggers. So a little bit of my background, I have rheumatoid arthritis, fibromyalgia. Um, for years, they couldn't figure out what was going on with me. I was just miserable. And I actually went to several nutritionists on base. Sorry, I'm talking Bluetooth on. Um, went to seven nutri several nutritionists, and they kind of just told me to research things on my own and see what works for me. And basically, it was a waste of time. They didn't tell me anything. So um, met up with a functional medicine practitioner. They talked to me about how different things trigger in different bodies. And um, shortly after that, I met Andrea and kind of went on this health and wellness journey through people she connected me with and through her and through Whole30. So I'll be real. I did Whole14. I only made it 14 days the first time. In that, though, I cut out sugar. So like on my counter right behind me here, I have two bottles of honey. So I still like my sweets. It's very hard to completely get rid of sweets when you grew up with sweets everywhere in your house. But now um, I use honey versus anything processed. Um, I really, really try to avoid any processed foods. Um, for those that don't know, we've been homeless. <laughs> For a few weeks now, been eating a lot of fast food, been eating a lot of processed foods, and um, I have some pains in my neck. I have stuff coming back. So um, 
eating real food is really important to that. Uh, you guys can do your own research and I really encourage you to do your own research. Um, one of the main points that I tell people is, I'm sorry. Um, one of the things I tell people is to research the good and the bad, because if you search benefits of Whole30, you're going to find good stuff. If you search issues with Whole30, you're going to find people being negative about it. And that is true for anything you search. So look at the good and the bad and see what resonates with you and what you believe to be truth. Because although I would love to just sit here and naively be like, everyone has our best interests in mind. That's not true. There are companies out there who make a lot of money on us being sick and they have created websites with information saying that these holistic methods don't work so that people don't get off of their medicine. Um, I do apologize if I ramble because Andrea let me know about this about an hour ago. And to be honest, even if she had told me this morning, I probably went to prepared because I get really nervous when I prepare and then I get dyslexic. Um, so Whole30, cutting the crap out of your diet. For me, high fructose corn syrup is a big, big trigger. Um, your body does not know how to process it. And what our bodies do when they don't know how to process something is they stick it where they need it the least. So if you had to choose between like brain tissue, um, fat tissue, muscle tissue, nerves, your body's going to shove things in fat because your body doesn't need fat or it doesn't need a lot of fat. So things like if we're putting toxins right here and we have a big fat thing right here, that's where your body's going to store it. Um, people get a lot of the, they call them like diabetes bellies when people are eating a lot of those fake sugars and it's being stored just in the fat right there in the stomach. Um, but anytime that you have that stuff stored in your body and your body doesn't know how to process it, it's going to trigger an immune response. So um, kind of got to, again, What's your belief on autoimmune disorders? But if your body is constantly trying to fight something, it's not necessarily that it's attacking, like for me, it's my bones. It's not necessarily that it's attacking my bones because my bones are bad. It's attacking my bones because my immune function is so crazy on alert um, that it's trying to destroy what's harming me. And it's so confused that it's going after my bones. Now, I'm not a doctor, not even a nurse. That is just what, how I have interpreted the information that I've researched. Um, and like I said, elimination diet, when I, if my husband brought home a soda for me tonight, I haven't touched it, but if I drink that soda, I will feel the inflammation in my body. Um, one of the first things they told me to look into was nightshade vegetables. So nightshades are peppers, tomatoes, eggplants, uh, potatoes. I feel like I'm forgetting something. You can Google it, nightshade vegetables. I'd never heard about this until about six years ago. But nightshade vegetables uh, can trigger autoimmune responses. So I was a grow up thinking that potatoes were a main part of your meals. So I had at least a potato every day that really bothered me when Whole30, when I stopped 
when I reintroduced potatoes, I got inflammation markers, so I cut them back out. Now, with all the other stuff, um, yes, very, very true, Becky. Um, with all the other stuff that I'm doing, if I eat a potato like once a week instead of once a day, it doesn't really bother me. So um, I really believe in cleansing too to kind of get the stuff out of your system. Because like I said, if you are in a constant state of toxin, your body isn't always on high alert. But if you cleanse that stuff out and then you slip up, I mean, we're human. We're not going to sit here and like, I'm not going to say that I am 100% clean all the time, but I try to make better choices so that when I slip up, my body isn't completely inflamed from everything else and it's just one more thing on the stack. My body can handle it with um, the other things that I'm doing to control my gut. So uh, we learn about, uh, I'm an esthetician and massage therapist, so in those schools, we learn about how the gut is one of the most important parts of your body. So again, talking about diet, diets, you are what you eat. It's so crazy that we hear that as um, kids. And then somehow in the last 10 years, that's been like, oh, no, that's not true. Eat fast food all the time. You know, you are what you eat. What you put into your body is feeding all your cells. So your gut processing that, to me, it kind of makes sense when you think about it. That's one of the most important parts of your body is your gut. So gut health. Uh, another thing to really look into is you can Google search gut health and autoimmune diseases. You're going to see connections. You're going to see connections not only on people telling their personal story on their blogs, but on like the, I always get it wrong, is the NIH or the NHI. Maybe somebody can type it in so we can all see it. Um, like I said, I always get that back, back, backwards, but the National Health Institute or something. They have studies about how gut health affects um, all kinds of issues out there. If your gut is inflamed, your immune system is off. If your immune system is way off, you're probably going to have an autoimmune disorder. I mean, just think about it. If your immune system is jacked, you're going to have a disorder associated with that. Uh, I also was always sick. I mean, with my immune system on overkill. My daughter could bring stuff home from school. She wouldn't get sick at all. And then I would get really sick. So definitely um, affects you overall. Andrew, do you have any specific questions that I should answer? Those are, those are pretty, pretty much my biggest thing. Avoid processed food. Do Whole30. Slowly reintroduce so you can see what your triggers are because everyone has different triggers. Like... Um, dairy is supposed to be a huge trigger. I don't know if it's because I grew up in Wisconsin, but dairy doesn't really trigger me. Or maybe I'm just avoiding the fact that it actually triggers me. Is Becky on this call? Um, and then doing your own research. Those are the main things that I tell people. Andrea? Trying to speak uh, I'm trying to think of questions I can ask on this half before we do the product stuff. Um, um, okay, this is kind of gross, but um, I think it's important to say when you are a baby, and Andrea has babies, so she can t 
some up or some down. When you have a baby, your baby is supposed to poop within like two hours of feeding, right? Like, so every time they eat. As a adult, I know lots of people that are like, yeah, I pooped like three days ago. That's normal. From a non-scientific, non-doctor standpoint, I don't see how we're okay with the fact that as babies, we poop every time we eat. And then as adults, we poop whenever we feel like it. Like you're bringing stuff into your body. Your body should be eliminating it. I actually have a lady on my team right now who's um, really big in, I would say, weird methods of massage therapy. Very interesting stuff she does. Um, but she's learning a lot about that, about how like we're not eliminating what we drink or what we eat nearly as much as we should be. And how some of that's related to emotional stuff that we're storing in our body. And then a lot of it is just the fact that we're not cleansing and we're not eating what we should be. Yeah, we talked about in the colon, in the col colon cleanse, um, how the, all the like inflammatory foods like white flour especially builds this paste um, this gooey paste inside of your uh, colon. And we also talked about how when people do, Jacob, no, absolutely not. Get that off the counter. When people do these cleanses where they're not even taking in any food for like 10, 12, 15 <clears throat> days, they're having bowel movements the whole time because there's that much backed up in their body. Lisa, someone's, she said she has a friend who has a once a week. Yeah, I was reading that. And they say, it, wow. Oh, I mean, Teresa's on here. Teresa, was, Teresa can really back me up in this whole gut health thing. Hey, guys. No. Hey, Teresa. Teresa, what are your biggest oh. three things for gut health that you would tell people? Non-product wise. Non wise, I would say fermented foods and bone broth and um, everything else I want to say is oils related. Oregano. <laughs> We're trying to keep it not or keep it compliant for this first part while we just talk about basic anybody, even if they're not in young living, can take care of their gut. Yeah, I would say the definitely bone broth and fermented foods, kraut, kombucha, all that good stuff. I'm thinking because I'm on the spot, um, but I do all the things. Maybe if I look around the kitchen, it'll come to me. Um, le less grains and more um just healing foods, juicing probably too. Juicing, I will admit, juicing is something that I've never gotten into myself only because I am a very like, keep it simple, stupid type of person. And I know that somebody is going to be like, oh my God, Jennifer, you can make it simple. But having all the work that has gone into all the videos that I've ever seen on juicing, I'm just like, I, I don't know. 
I don't know if I could keep that much stuff in my fridge. It is. Um, but I think there's a lot of research on cabbage juice. And so I like to do like apple cabbage. And sometimes I just go to like the farmer's markets on Sunday evening when they're done and just see what they have. And I end up finding like so much stuff to juice that they're ready to get rid of cheaper because it's the end of the weekend kind of a thing. But it definitely takes a lot of preparation because you got to clean the machine right after you make the juice. And it's something that if you need to heal, it's fast. It's easy to digest because it doesn't have all the fiber. Um, I don't do it every day anymore, but there was a while that I did a five-day water fast. And then I went into juicing for 32 days. No food. And totally revamped my whole system. But I was in a healing crisis. And so I don't suggest that for everybody for just maintenance. But juicing is amazing. Thank you, Teresa. I would also say one of my biggest things that I kind of, um, like I said, I went to a nutritionist. I had to learn all this on my own because the nutritionist was worthless. Um, but between like looking things up on, um, the internet, one of the really great things that I think is that lately Netflix has gone like balls to the wall with their documentaries. And now of course I've watched some where I'm like, I don't think that's real, but I mean, they have stink out now. I need to watch that. They have all the like, uh, fork over knives. They have some on keto. They have some on juicing um there was one about um let me see if i can say this compliantly um well it was a netflix show so i guess it's okay to say it uh there was a one about this doctor who was in canada and had to move to mexico because um we're not in canada wow he was in california thinking about growing my team in canada that's what i got on my brain right now um <laughs> there was a doctor in california that had to move to mexico because he was curing people of this really horrible disease that like one in two or one in seven or one in nine Americans get um, with vitamin C. So he had to move down to Mexico to do it. And that one really spoke to me because it was a lot like Gary Young's story. You know, the he was doing things to help people and our government wasn't okay with that. Um, and for everyone on this call, everyone who's got this that I sent it to, um, I was very much when I got into this, like those hippies are freaking crazy. Like they're conspiracy theorists nuts. You know, nobody, nobody is going out to protect themselves that much and doing this stuff. That's all just, that's all crazy. Like that person must have actually done something wrong. And now going through what I've been through and being told that there was no way I was going to be healthy again, that I'd have to be on these meds for the rest of my life. Um, I just want to shake people and be like, look at what I've been through. It's, it's legit. It is kind of nerve wracking, not really related to autoimmune, but you know, when you hear about these doctors who, um, have interesting theories about cures or, um, you know, talk about against vaccines or something and they 
all die mysteriously. It's like, mm, how is like, what? Like young people just, oh, unexpectedly just passed away. And you're like, mm, what? <laughs> Like, that uh, just doesn't seem normal. It's because they were juicing too much. Must have killed them. Yeah. Or they... I try not to look at that stuff because that stuff's like literally just like me to the core. But it kind of gives you chills sometimes. Um, I want to get into products then. If... Uh, if if you're good on that part, Jennifer, and we'll talk about how we can weave in product usage with some of this stuff. So I'm actually going to stop this recording um, and then start another one. So if you're watching the replay, you're super missing out by not being here in real life.